As a life coach, author, speaker, and trainer, Marianne's purpose and passion is fueled by her desire to see all women from coast to coast live life on their terms. Her guests will provide you with real life tips and strategies to inspire and empower you to create change. Welcome to Fearless Fridays with Marianne. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. I am your host, Marianne Rivera Dannert, known as the Fearless Living Coach and Career Research Strategist. This evening, I am joined by the amazing coach, who is my coach from the Strategic uh, Society, and her name is Audrey. So let's get started. Go ahead, Audrey. Good evening, and thank you so much for having me. As you stated, I am Audrey Brooks of Brooks Counseling Services, as well as WW, uh, which is a nonprofit organization. And my mission for both the nonprofit as well as Brooks Counseling Services is to shift women from their past to purpose. And awesome. that's, yeah, that's what I do. Excuse me. Awesome. Awesome. So when you hear the words transformative freedom, what does that mean to you? What does transformative freedom means? As you know, transform means to change, uh, to transition from one stage to another. So when I think about uh, transformative freedom, I see it as you transition and changing into who Christ have called you to be. And we know that anything that has to do with Christ is freedom. So you are living a life that you were designed to live because God has transformed you into who or what you were created to be. Awesome. Awesome. So can you tell us a little bit about an obstacle that you faced and how you overcame that obstacle? What did the healing process look like for you? Uh, an obstacle. Oh, I have had quite a few obstacles. So let me pick one. I would say uh, an obstacle that I've had that actually transform my entire being to uh, cause me to begin to walk in purpose and to do what God has called me to do was being uh, victimized as a, um, I don't want to say victim because I don't see myself as a victim, but I was once the uh, victim of sexual abuse. Mm -hmm. So that was definitely a challenging uh, time for me because uh, during that time, you know, you go through all different emotions. And when you leave the experience or you leave the trauma, it doesn't leave you. Mm -hmm. So that was a challenging time because uh, in your mind, you think that you're okay, but you're not you have to come to grips with, you need help. You right. need help. Uh, and when you talk about transforming, that's uh, what you need help in. You need help 
to uh, transform, to uh, transition from becoming a victim to a victor. So that was one of the, I would say, the most uh, challenging time that I've had in my life, realizing that I needed help uh, trans to transition from that phase of my life. So what did that healing process look like um, for you? What were some of the tools that helped you heal and walk through that process so you can transition and become who you are today? The first and the most important um, tool that you need is to acknowledge that you need help because it doesn't matter how many people want you to heal or the healing, uh, the need to heal could be staring you right in the face. But if you don't acknowledge and realize that you need help yourself, then it's just a waste of everybody else's. I wouldn't say a waste of their time, but you first have to acknowledge that you need help. And that was one of the uh, obstacles for me. I didn't realize that I needed uh, the help. I saw that as that's who I was. I was aggressive, controlling, uh, argumentative, everything that comes with being broken and um, hurt. So it took me years to realize that that's not who I was. I was a product of my experience. Mm -hmm. So I had to acknowledge that I needed help in order that because during the phase of my um, hurtfulness and my brokenness, I was actually bleeding, not literally, but I was bleeding on the ones that really loved and cared for me. Mm -hmm. uh, so the, the more I struggle right. uh, and fought uh, against the healing, the more I bled on the ones that I, I loved. Mm -hmm. So the first two was me realizing that I needed to be healed, that I needed help and to acknowledge that what I saw every day in the mirror was not who I was, was not who I was created to be. Mm -hmm. So that was, I would say, the most important tool that because once I acknowledge that I needed help, then everything else began to fall into place. I began to um, realize that I was a victim of my experience and everything that was attached to me, that was attached to my past, did not have to be uh, moved into my present. I didn't have to take that with me. So I would say acknowledging that I needed help was the first um, tool that that uh, helped me to move toward the healing. Yeah, that is so powerful because oftentimes we know that something happened, but yet we're afraid to come face to face with it. Why do you think it's hard? You know, what would you tell our guests who may be struggling? What 
what do you believe the reason is that keeps us stuck, that keeps us from acknowledging what happened to us and from getting the help? I would say there's a lot of reason because it depends on the stage of the experience. And I can talk about mine because I grew up in the experience. The experience was, I thought was who I was. So I saw no need to change because I grew up in it. Uh, that was part of my environment. That was all that I knew. Even though I knew that it was wrong, I knew that it was a violation of my rights, but because of the lack of support and the lack of love that should have embraced me in that time, I saw that as because of what happened to me, this is who I am and I love who I am because in my eyes, I had to be that person so that this did not happen to me again. And, but in some cases, uh, I would say some of my uh, clients that I deal with, they uh, it's difficult for them because they blame themselves. Mm. They believe that they may have or they should have done something or they are so uh, traumatized behind the experience that they lack the uh, the feeling. They are numb. Mm. They just, they don't feel anything because they have been abused so long and like I said, if it happened at a young age, this is your environment. So when you get out of the environment that you know, and then you get into a new envi environment, you create the same environment you had that you grew up in because that's all you know. Right. So if I come to you and say, well, uh, you need to acknowledge that this is not who you are, then they're like, well, this is all I know. So you're telling me I need to change who I am, but this is all I know. I don't know anything else. So it becomes difficult. And sometimes it becomes combative because like in my case, I thought I was cool. You know, I would never allow this to happen to me again. So therefore the wall was up. I built a wall and I said, okay, this is who I am. And anytime somebody come that's going to do anything, I don't care what type of violence, it's going to be me and them. Right. They'll never be able to take control, not only of my body, but of, of anything to do with me. Mm, so I just, <clears throat> yes, I think it just depends on what phase that they was traumatized in. That is so true. And it's a very good reminder that anyone that has been traumatized or gone through any type of violation know that it is not their fault, uh -huh. that there's nothing that they could have done to change the outcome of it. That when individuals have things set in their minds, it's gonna happen, unfortunately. Uh -huh. 
And it's, it's not you. Right. It doesn't matter who you are, what you wore, what you said or what you didn't say. All of the blame goes on the individual that violated you. Right. Yeah, so true. So with everything that you have going on and being a wife and everything, what keeps you motivated? What keeps you motivated and inspired to keep going and not give up? What keeps me going is knowing that I have been created for this. Anytime that I feel uh, frustrated or feel like, oh my God, this is just too much. I got this going on. I got this going on. I am reminded of my why because I know that regardless of of what I go through, my why will be able to stand along by itself. That's the a firm foundation. And I know that whatever I do, the provision have already been made for me to carry out my why. And I want uh people to be able to go not just go through what I went through but be able to come out on the other side without all of the challenges because in my case there was no helping hand there was no one to say come on let me uh, take your hand and let's walk this out together but because I have been there I can take their hand and say, let me help you walk this out. You're not alone. Let me help you shift from the past hurts into the purpose for which you were created. So as long as that I as long as I have breath and I am able to do what God has called me to do, I will forever carry out the mandate that God has given me. Because it's not by chance that I survived what I went through mm. so that I can take the hand of other people and we can continue to build that foundation. Because everyone that I help, they are building another block on the foundation and that foundation is constantly growing. So when I help someone they help someone, they help someone, and that foundation just gets strong and strong. So that is so beautiful. That's beautiful. So when I was reading a little bit about you and learning more about you, I know that you have the um, Brooks Counseling, you have Women Empowering, Empowering Women. Mm -hmm. So can you tell us a little bit about those two different things and what brought that on? Okay, Brooks Counseling Services and Women Empowering Women, even though they are two different entities, they're all under AudreyBrooks.org. And AudreyBrooks.org does, uh, my mission is to empower women, to help them release the past, arise from um, uh, desolate places, spiritual desolate places, uh, keep them from being stagnant in the things uh, that they have been dealing with. So whether it's Brooks Counseling Services or WW, it's all about empowering women. Brooks Counseling Services or Counseling Services, was it said, people uh, come to me for services, uh, be it married, couple, individual, 
whereas WW is a nonprofit and we uh, empower individuals, educate them and encourage them with professional and personal tools. So uh, whatever entity you choose, they're all under audrebrooks.org. And as I stated earlier, my mandate is to help individuals uh, shift from past to purpose. So whichever one you get, uh, <laughs> you're going to shift. Wherever you're at, you're going to move forward. You're going to transition. You're going to change, transform. So that's who I am. Awesome. Awesome. And you are also an author. So can yes. you tell us about the anthologies that you have in your journal? Yes, my the journal is uh, Release to Hurt, which is what I do. I My goal is to help people that are dealing with hurt release that because, as you know, you cannot walk forward if you're still holding on to hurt. It's just like having... Uh, a uh, 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 luggage that you are carrying on your back because you know uh, in the past you have things that you have dealt with and everyday challenges is added in that suitcase. So just imagine having things that you dealt with in the past and then you have the everyday challenges. You can barely move. So the journal uh, is has affirmations uh, incorporated with scriptures that help you to uh, affirm who you are in Christ. And as you affirm and who you are in Christ through the affirmations and the scriptures, you can release those things that may have had you in bondage for so many years. So that's what that journal is. And then the praying wife, uh, that's an anthology that is, it gives you insight on how to release the trauma uh, that has possibly been held you in bondage for years. And then we have the um, Boss Babes, which is volume one, volume two. And in volume one, it talks again about uh, how to release the hurts through the word of God, because everything that Audrey Brooks does is built on the word of God. That's mm -hmm. my firm foundation. So everything is built on God's word. And volume two is about my journey to um, use my voice. Because when you talk about the trauma, sometimes we lose our voice and we are not able to speak and to carry out the purpose that God have mandated uh, for us to do because our mouth is shut because of the experience or you may have experienced not only the trauma but throughout your life you may have uh, experienced people telling you oh uh, you sound country or uh, because of this uh, you can't speak or whatever so I tell my story how God began to use me when I said yes to opening my mouth. Because when I first started Women Empowering Women, 
you never saw Audrey Brooks. You only saw my logo because I didn't want people to identify women empowering women with me or my voice. Mm -hmm. So the first three years, you never saw me. Only the logo and my mission because I was fearful of uh, speaking because I didn't think that uh, I had anything to say. I knew what God had told me to do, but I didn't think that I can say it. You know, I was the Moses, so mm. to speak. So I thought that I need a Aaron to speak for me. But then God began to tell me, no, you are the Aaron. I have put uh, my words in your mouth. I have touched your mouth. So therefore, you speak the words that I have given you. And so it took years. But when I began to be obedient to what he said, he began to open doors that I never thought was there. Because I was not only obedient, I was ready to fully walk in, into the purpose that he had given me. And once I began to speak and allow him to speak through me, then he began to elevate, not me, but the things that he had called me to do. Mm-hmm. WW went from being in one region to three regions because I realized that my voice needed to be heard. And that voice was the voice of God and what he needed to say to his people, those people that was hurting because of their past experience and the trauma. Yeah, that's very powerful, very powerful. So what advice would you give to our listeners and those that will be watching? What advice would you give them to shift towards living a fearless life that may feel like they're currently stuck or that their voice doesn't matter? First, I would say you first have to really have a conversation with you, yourself, because I could tell you all day that, okay, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. But until you believe it and accept it within your own self and realize that you have been called and there's no uh, fear that you should have that you are fearless, not in your own strength, not in your own power, but you and you are fearless in the strength of God because his word tells us that our weakness is made strong in him. So first I would say you have to realize who you are and what God has called you to do. And once you realize that and you actually say yes to your purpose, you become fearless. You realize that there's nothing that you can't do because you're not in it alone. God has given you the boldness and the strength because everything that you need is already in you. But you have to accept that is in you. You have to knowledge. Once again, you have to knowledge uh, that is in you. So what book have you recently read that has inspired you? Or not recently, but what book have you read that has inspired you and you want to talk about? Well, you know, I have been reading 
uh, the book of Genesis. God had told me to go back to the book of Genesis. Uh, sometimes God takes us back to the beginning. And when he told me to go back to the book of Genesis, I didn't know why. I was just like, okay, go read the book of Genesis. So as I began to read the book of Genesis, and I've read the book of Genesis for years, so many times. But this time, the book of Genesis sparked something in me that I've never, ever felt. I mean, just reading about Abraham and how when we are obedient to God, you know, just like uh, Abraham, even though I can imagine the hurt and the pain that he had when God told him to sacrifice his son, but he was obedient to the call of God. He didn't question God. He took his son and was going to lay him as a sacrifice. But when he looked around, there was a ram in the bush. And what does that say for us in this time? When we're obedient to God, there's always provision. There's always provision. And sometimes the provision is not what our eyes or our mind may see, but it is what is best for us. So the book of Genesis, just, you know, thinking about Abraham, Isaac, and even when we try to move in our own strength, how we mess things up. Oh, we don't trust God. Let's talk about fearless. Abraham was fearless. And in doing so, he found favor in God. And just think about the favor that he found in God that stretched beyond Abraham's life. It stretched beyond Isaac, uh, Jacob, Joseph. It just went on and on just because of his obedience. And that to me is saying obedience will get you favor, faithfulness, and most important, a, uh, a love relationship with Christ that will open up doors. And I'm not talking about financial doors, but I'm talking about doors that you cannot even imagine. We talk, the word tells us that God will open up the windows of heaven and pour out your blessing that you don't have room enough to receive. But I would encourage anyone to go back. If you are struggling or you feel like you are being stuck or you feel like um, you don't know what to do, go back to the beginning. And even if you don't read the book of Genesis, just go back to the beginning when you first had an encounter with Christ and allow him to uh, reveal some things to you that maybe during your journey, you may have gotten off track yeah. or even during your journey, you may have lost faith and that you just need to go back and just uh, commune with him. Because sometimes we need to go back right. rather than going forward. He needs to take us back so that we can go forward. 
So that's the last book that I I have read, uh, Genesis. Um, that is, I'm an Exodus now, but it's it's amazing how the revelation of God just I just feed on it every day. I mean, I don't even have to, you know how sometimes when you say, okay, I'm going to read the Bible and you'll be like, oh my goodness, I'm going to read it. And your mind just wanders. Yes. When, I'm, <laughs> when I'm reading, uh, when I was reading Genesis, man, I was like, I told my husband, man, this is some good food. It is so good. So that's what I've been reading. Uh, I'm, I'm, went back to the beginning so that God can show me uh, things that I may have missed uh, and things that I may need going forward. Awesome. Awesome. So what are you currently loving besides the book of Genesis? What are you currently loving and what's bringing you joy? What? um, There's a couple of things. Uh, I always enjoy my family. Um, I went, had a week of, uh, I would say, I didn't rest all the time, but I would say about 90% rest. And I was able just to rest not only my physical body, but my mental uh, self, because uh, you know that if I mental self get exhausted and tired, that's when our physical self break down. That's when the uh, enemy can uh, uh, give us thoughts that are not of God, and it would take us off track. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that self-care, just being around my family and just, it, it just rejuvenated me and restored me. And even though right now I have a little jet lag, but mentally I am feeling so good. And even uh, today I was thinking about how with um, WW, we are expanding. Uh, We're having a mentoring program now that we'll be launching in August. And God is just putting all the pieces together. The people or actually reaching out to me. Hmm. And that's when you know that you're in the divine will of God, that you are doing what he's told you to do. Because when the idea came for the mentoring program, I'm like, man, I got enough on my plate. I'm not going to be doing that. But God sent me the person to head the mentoring program up uh, in all different regions, Florida, Houston, Kansas City, I have directors in all three areas and people just reaching out saying, okay, uh, how can I be a part of the mentoring program? And he just fitting all the pieces together, which they were already together, but I am actually seeing it in the natural because, you know, divine order has already been set, but now I'm seeing it in the natural so I'm just excited to see how he's using uh, little me to uh, make an impact on uh, people's lives. And I'm excited to see how a Moving Mountains mentoring program will impact 
ages 11 through 19 in Houston, Florida, and Kansas City. And who knows, uh, next year he may decide, okay, um, you've been faithful over a few, so now let's move into another region. So that makes me happy, uh, just uh, living out my divine purpose and um, being with my family. Awesome. Awesome. So as we get ready to wrap up, is there anything else that you would like to share? Any other last tips before we um, come to the end? Um, I would say that uh, yesterday was the last day of the mental health awareness uh, month. But I would encourage anyone just because the month has ended. If you are feeling uh, lost or you can't really cope with your thoughts. You don't know how to organize your thoughts. Seek help. If not me, someone. Because you definitely do not want to allow uh, anxiety or depression to rest in you for an extended period of time. You want to get a handle on it as soon as possible so that you can move forward in the things that God have called for you to do. So I would encourage you, if you're feeling anxiety, depressed, uh, whatever, uh, seek help. Yeah, so true. And where can our audience find you at and learn more about you and your programs? Uh, you can connect with uh, Brooks Counseling Services through audrebrooks.org. On Facebook and uh, Instagram, Audrey F. Brooks. And if you want to know about the different programs uh, with WW, which is Women Empowering Women, you can connect with us on our website, www.inc.net. And that Facebook with WW Inc., Instagram, WW Inc. So we would love to. Uh, connect with you guys. Awesome. And I'll be sure to have that on the show notes. And our last question that I like to ask all of my guests is what does fearless living mean to you? Fearless living means to me is walking in purpose without fear of failing. Because it's not saying that you won't make mistakes or you won't uh, be afraid to do things because if you're uh, walking in purpose, purpose is bigger than you. So you're going to be afraid because when God calls you to do things, it's outside of our limit outside of our own ability. So when you look at the picture it's bigger than us. So, of course, you're going to be afraid. You're going to be like, oh, my God, I can't do that. But it is walking out purpose uh, without fear of failing because there's no failure in Christ. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for making time and space to share with us. And thank you again. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Good evening. 
All right, everyone, I hope that you found that conversation inspiring and motivating. Make sure that you subscribe. Don't forget to share and leave a comment. And remember that you are a priority, you matter, you are fearless, and you are fabulous. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. Don't forget to leave a comment, be sure to share, and subscribe so together we can continue to change lives. I'll see you on Facebook at the Fearless Living Coach page. Until next time. Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Kelly. The host of Getting Real with Bossy, the real, raw, and honest podcast about small business ownership. We created Bossy to be a safe place to ask the hard questions and to get support that's necessary. With our experience, nine businesses in over 25 years, we continue to bear it all and share what we wish we had known. We move past the must-be-nices and start getting real. Come along as we interview small business owners and get the true story. Leave with another tool for the next time you feel alone on this journey. Business ownership leads to unexpected knowledge. What are you an expert at? Tell us at Getting Real with Bossy and subscribe today.